We are speak on it with who you with Kurt Dog. We're gonna do speak on it with who you who you with Kurt Dog today. Gonna be able to give you the opportunity to express what's going on in your mind. This has been a crazy weekend this weekend with some of the stories that that are coming out in the world. I want to welcome my listeners that are on Periscope, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time watching the show, definitely call a friend, tell a friend, uh, share it with them, allow you to be a part of the of the show. You can also live chat with us, just like we did on last Thursday. I'm going to put a link up in just a little bit where if you want to be a part of the show, you're more than welcome to click on the link and come in and express your concern about some of the topics we're going to talk about today. Of course, you can talk about whatever you want to, but please um, be respectful. Uh, no racial um anything in that sort, but definitely um, join into the chat. If you don't want to be on, you can definitely chat live with me and I will try to read all the comments as they come in. A um, couple of stories that came out over the weekend. I'm going to go ahead and put the link up first. A uh, couple of stories that came out over the weekend was um, just finding out that Two days before George Floyd was killed in New Jersey, a young brother, 28 years old, Maurice Gordon, was killed by a New Jersey trooper while waiting for a tow truck because his car stopped on the on the highway. Uh, New Jersey haven't released the footage yet because the question is, why was this brother killed if y'all are waiting for for a tow truck to get his car off the road? Now, from what I can understand about this, um, his mother, who is in London, um, gave a statement to the to the uh, media and said she don't understand. Twenty eight years old, never been in trouble. He was driving for Uber Eats. Uh, car stopped. Him and a trooper was waiting for a tow truck. Then all of a sudden, this young brother is killed. I asked uh, New Jersey to release the tape. We need to know as a people. This is a time where it should be no delays when stuff like this happens. The videotape should be released and edited and release immediately because you leave people to assume that you're trying to hide something. We don't know the full story, but the only thing we could do is assume during this time. So definitely New Jersey, release the tape. We need to know what happened to this young brother. Why did he, why was he shot and killed by the state trooper? They won't even release the state trooper name. So we definitely need to know as a community, as the people, um, my prayers go out to Maurice Gordon family um, and all the people that have lost loved ones during this time. I want to know your opinion about that. What do you think should happen? Um, also in California, 
This is very disturbing. And this is the reason why we are protesting because of these type of actions. Um, in California, a young man, unarmed young man was shot and killed for allegedly uh, looting. He was on his knees, hands up in the air. And they shot and killed him. And the statement came out from the uh, police department was they made a mistake. They believed he was holding a gun, but it was later determined he had a, a hammer in his pocket. Now, if his hands is up in the air, he's on his knees and you can't see there's nothing in his hands. That's the reason why the protest is going on for stuff like this, because that's an unnecessary killing. As long as we covering up for cops like this, we're going to have to make a change as people. We're going to have to do something. You're going to have to change the laws. Hold the cops accountable. Because when I read this story, first thing came to my mind was, if they start looting, we start shooting. And we know which clown that came from. So this right here, as long as these activities are going on and you are not holding these officers accountable for, we're going to have situations like this. People are going to continue to protest until we as a people make a change. And as long as you are allowing this to happen, it's not going to help no one. We have to make a change. We have to hold these officers accountable for their action. And that's the only thing we can really do because right now, that's two unarmed people shot and killed by the police. And you wonder why we protest? It have nothing to do with the flag at all. Nothing at all. It's about the police brutality that black and browns are receiving. That's what the protest is about. And that's why we need to change our laws and hold these officers accountable for what's going on. So when you try to say, oh, why are you protesting? Why are y'all disrespecting the flag for for kneeling and stuff like that. It have absolutely nothing to do with the with the uh, flag. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, S.A. Out, out of Florida, out of Florida, which is uh, um, also a uh, right to bear arms state, uh, stand your ground state. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, so, so when I hear stories like this as, as a, um, as a black man, I get nervous because here it is. I can walk out my door and have nothing in my hand and get shot down. That's basically what they're saying. And when you call for people to do these type of things and you're not holding them accountable, something need to change. Welcome, Carolyn, to the show. Thank you for listening and joining the show. Um, 
like I said, you can live chat with us. If you want to come on the show and speak about either one of these topics, just click the link in the um, in the chat. And you're more than welcome to uh, come on the show and join us. Join us on the show and uh, give your opinion about it because your your opinion may be completely different from mine. And that's OK. Um, so definitely. Um, um, come on and give your point of view, whatever your point of view may be. I've, uh, it was some other stories that happened over the weekend that we also need to take accountable for. Here locally, uh, this happened over in North Dallas, the Sonic off of uh, Forest Lane, I believe. Um, guess last week, about five or six young African-American kids went to the Sonic, sat out there, well, tried to sit out there because their classmate does it all the time. Nothing is said. Who are Caucasian? Well, these African Americans try to do it, and they was informed they need to get back in their car and leave, or the police will be called. How can we make a change if stuff like this is happening? That's why I say I don't support certain business. Um, yeah, I mentioned on the last show, I know a young sister that own a Sonic. I will support that one, but other locations, this one in North Dallas, no. And actually, unfortunately, I may not even go to that Sonic because at some point that names carry up bearers and somehow, some way, Sonic is still making money off of it. So I'm going to have to stop supporting Sonic altogether. But that's my opinion. I'm not telling you to do it. That's my opinion. Um, but in return, once the story got out, a hundred cars went up to that Sonic yesterday in protest. They drove through that Sonic. Um, and took a stand and demand a change. Sonic did apologize, but that employee should have been fired. Because you you have to have enough sense not to say or do things like this with everything that is going on during this time. Hey, Antoinette, California is in the house. Welcome. I know it's early there. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Um, so, so definitely, we as a people, we have to make a change. If people are not going to try to make a change, the business that are supporting what you don't believe in, don't spend your money there. Don't spend your money there. Um, during this time, I don't really go out to restaurants that much. It's only a couple of my trust. And this past weekend, I went to two. This past weekend, um, just found out. And Antoinette, you may like this one. We just found out we have a, a fat burger here in Texas. So um, with the fat burger, I went out there Friday night by myself. Um, my wife was doing some things and I went out there and tried the large burger. It was too much for me to eat by myself. So when my wife got home, she ate the rest of it. Um, 
But the shake, whew, that Oreo shake, boy, that was good. Um, so my wife said, hey, I will go Saturday. And we went out there Saturday. I got the um, chicken sandwich. My wife, they she got the Western bacon burger or something. And it was good. Um, Antoinette said, love it. Um, it was good. And my wife wanted a shake. Yeah, when you go to these business, you may have a wait because we have to social distance, which I have no problem with that. One thing I did notice about Fat Burger, they had gloves on and mask on. Everybody that was in that kitchen, and you can see them preparing the food. Everybody in that kitchen had gloves and mask on. If they changed that station, they to put the old gloves off, wash their hands, put new ones on. I will continue to support them because I can see their concern about our health going on with this pandemic. Because a lot of people feel like we're still not in a pandemic. Just the last four days here in Dallas, our numbers have been up of new cases. So we're still in the middle of a pandemic. But people think just because they open things up, we don't have to protect ourselves anymore. No, we need to protect ourselves. Uh, we definitely, um, when you go out to eat, if people are not protecting you, me personally, if I walk in and a restaurant is not using gloves, not using masks, and they touching all the different things, even with gloves on. I'm not going to eat there. My life, my health is more important than spending my money there. So I will turn around and walk out. Um, so they have to be, have to understand where I come from as a consumer. Um, my life is worth more. And if you're not going to try to protect it, I'm not going to spend my money there. And I'm going to move on, regardless of who the business is. Um, the snack story really, oh boy. I'm glad this haven't happened with me. Because um, I may have a GoFundMe account set up. We have an emergency fund. Uh, um, let me see how to say it. Um, get me out of jail fund. Because um, um, Antoinette says, so true, so many people not wearing masks. And she's in California, so that is so true. This next story happened up in Shorewood, Milwaukee. Um, they was having a welcome, Chris Norman, to the show. Mark Mitchell, I seen you come on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, up in Milwaukee. They was having a Black Lives Matter protest. Oh, boy. And this woman blocked them with a car, trying to block the protest. She get out, everyone asking her to move her car, move her car. This young brother approached her. And as he approached her, she decided to spit on this dude. I've said it many times before. That's ass whooping. 
So I'm sorry. Don't try that with me. But then on top of that, after she did it, and I'm looking at the video, they holding the young man back. I I don't agree with nobody hitting a woman. Not a guy hitting a woman or anything like that. But in this situation, you just assaulted me. I don't know if you had a coronavirus or not. I can't tell you what's going to happen. What may not happen. But I'm probably going to black out at some point. So I'm just saying. But the woman left. But then she called the police. Talking about she feared for her safety. You fear for your safety. Who in the hell told you to try to block a protest with your car? You trying to block a protest with your car and you fear for your safety. After you assaulted someone and spit on this man, but you fear for your safety. You made a choice. You could have drove past the protest and kept on going home or wherever you was going. But instead, you made that choice to stop your car to try to block them. I think, I don't know what she was thinking, but I would assume, and we all know what assuming does, um, maybe she was on some medication. Maybe she just left a local watering hole. I don't know. She might have been high or something. I don't know. But the thing is, you made that choice to stop in front of them. Get out your car. Try to block them on the sidewalk. Spit on someone. Then you call the police talking about you fear for your safety. Well, Shorewood Police Department, my hat go off to you because they did arrest her. Don't know what charges she been brought up on yet. One should be assault for spitting on the young man. One should be citing a riot because they was having a peaceful protest. But because you made the choice to go out, get out your vehicle, and try to stop all these people from protesting. She just lucky. Uh, Antoinette said, classy white woman crying wolf. Yes. And that's going to be on the next story because uh, she lucky she wasn't like the lady in Phoenix. And my head goes off to the young lady that she talked as much as she could at the service station in Phoenix. Uh, okay, Chris Norman says she was charged with aggressive assault and something else. That's good. And, and she should be held with no bond. Let her sit in jail for a while to think about it. 
that's my personal opinion. I let her sit there a week or two with nothing but some Native American, African American, some Hispanics, all in her cell. Let me know how that worked out for you. But um, in Phoenix, <laughs> and and all these stories I'm talking about, it's on my page. You can go see the story, see the video for yourself. But in Phoenix, uh, carrying up got slapped real good. It changed her attitude real quick. And she should have. Because the whole time she was talking to this young lady, talking noise to this young lady, she was calm. But then she grabbed the young lady or made an attempt to grab her, try to push her, whatever. Well, you violated this woman's space. I thought I was seeing a, a young Mayweather or something because the chick flapped her so quick, I had to go back and flow the video down. It was so quick. I was like, man. But she got what she needed. She got what she came for. She thought the young lady was just going to let it go. Uh, welcome, Antoinette Mitchell. Thank you for joining the show. Um, um, so so the young lady definitely slapped it real good. So Karen just straightened her glasses up and walked off. But the one of the funniest part about it was the guy that was videotaping. I don't know if he was Caucasian or not, but sound like he was. And after she flapped him, he said, you deserve it. The video is actually uh, kind of funny because of the commentary that was with him. So definitely check out the video. But I want to know your opinion and and how you're dealing with stuff like this, no matter if you on the East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, wherever you may be. I want to know how you feeling about all this that is going on. Um, and, and it's <laughs> Chris Norman said a lot of laugh. Um, but all in all, people have to realize tension is very high. It's very high. I was supposed to do another show this morning. Uh, we was going to have a counselor on, but she they received the call from one of their clients that really needed to talk. And, and that's fine. That's fine. Because right now, all of us are dealing with stress, some type of form of stress. If you're watching the news, you hear about the protests, you hear about this. Um, if you're on social media, you're hearing about all these things that are happening, but then you're not hearing about our leaders making changes. And it can be stressful. But sometimes you just have to take a break. I know I said this week and this weekend, um, I said I was putting myself on timeout from Facebook for the simplified, um, Oh yeah, Chris Norman. Happy! I know I told you yesterday. Happy belated birthday! Him and my wife share the same birthday. Um, but and Chris is doing good jobs, a good job too here in Dallas. And hopefully he'll come in and talk about it. Um, 
So I definitely support Chris. Um, that's a good, strong brother. He can tell you, as our pastor say, tell you like your TILs. So Chris is definitely a strong brother. Uh, follow him, uh, normanology.com. Um, so definitely, um, Chris is doing some great things here in Dallas himself. So definitely, uh, follow his page and, and, uh, and support him. So, um, but overall, a lot of things have taken place. I've seen a lot of people with self hate, self hate, um, that actually everything that we see that is going on, the videos of unarmed, uh, black and brown being killed, um, everything that is going on, they find something that the victim caused instead of looking at the evidence, they will talk back about the victim instead of looking at the real reason of the problem. Um, this weekend, I had had to take a break and um, just just step back for a minute because it it been a crazy weekend. Um, people, you you can support whoever you want that you feel that is best for you. That is best for you. I don't want you to um, go by with what I'm saying. Everybody. And that's the best thing about America. We all have a freedom of speech and, and support the candidate that we feel that is best for us. But please do not blame the victim. Chris Norman said, right, victim blaming. They're not here to defend themselves. I don't care. We've seen many of times where some terrorists would go and shoot up places. And they take him to McDonald's, get something to eat. They treat it with respect. Just last week, the guy that was on the run for allegedly killing two people that was that was running, what they do, once they arrest him, you see them, he's sitting down in handcuffs. They they giving him a bottle of water. And that happened way too often where people do stuff like this, but at the same time, a person that is unarmed that may not be Caucasian is shot down in the street like a dog. I'm not saying go out and shoot a dog down or anybody down. But at the same time, it happens so often where people that have killed people, multiple people, is being treated with way more respect here in Texas. Uh, the guy last year drove from, I think it was McKinney down to El Paso and did the shooting at the Walmart. They arrested him. And treated him like it wasn't nothing. And he was armed. I'm like, why? 
you know they already killed. They will kill again if you don't catch them. So the thing is, you want to treat people, minorities, you treat them as if we out here killing folks, and some do. Um, don't don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about mass shootings. Um, but a lot of these victims, it was either being stopped by the police, uh, allegedly, um, looting, whatever it may be. It it don't give a police officer to be the judge, jury, and sentencing them to die right then and there. That's the reason why we have the court in place. That's the reason why it's so important for us to get out and vote. Because to change the laws, yes, protesting will make them aware of it. But voting at the election will make a difference. Register to vote and get out and vote. Just like how I waited in line at Fat Burger, if I have to be at the at the polls all day long to vote, I will do it. I will pack me some water. I will pack me some low um, um, snacks or something, some nuts or something to take with me. But voting is important to me. And it start with your local officials, the local officials. Um, Antoinette said mental health is very important. Yes, take a break. Stay mental holdness. Yes, we need to take mental holdness. And Antoinette, she does a lot of good stuff too. Um, maybe one, catch her on uh, Facebook Live and, and on uh, Instagram too, because she does a lot of a lot of good stuff in um, California. Uh, Chris Norman said white mass murderers are given better treatment than unarmed, nonviolent um, minority, and that's so true. Uh, they are um, they are given it way more. Um, Chris Norman said Sean Martin said it best. If you're out protesting and you're not registered to vote, you just burning calories. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a word right there, because you definitely if you're going to be out protesting, let's register to vote. You could go to uh, vote dot uh, org. Get registered. Um. If you are a felon, regardless of where you're at, um, look on there and see. If you pay, if you've done your time, paid your dues, you're not on paper, they have a session on there. You can actually see if you're able to register to vote in your city to restore your, your voter registration. And then on top of that, each state is different. I don't know the laws in all of them. I know in Texas, if you have paid your dues, you're not on probation or anything like that, you can register to vote and vote. 
They're not going to tell you that. A lot of people don't talk about that part. So definitely go to vote.org. Find out if you can register to vote and vote. It's very important. We all need to take a stand and we all need to do something for it. What if it's coming on social media, uh, supporting the protest, or uh, passing the word about it? If you're able to, if you know it's going to be a protest, go somewhere and get a cases of water. Put them in cooler. Go out there and pass out water to them. Because I know in Texas, I think tomorrow we're supposed to hit 100 degrees here. And that's like damn near hell here. So um, Texas is a different type of heat. And one of those type, you go outside and slap you in the face, kind of like Karen got slapping Phoenix. But um, so definitely, if you could do something, pass information around, whatever it is, support uh, the protesters. Because if you notice, a lot of the protesters, not all of them, but a lot of them are younger people. This is going to be our next leaders. They're going to be the ones making a change now, and they're going to lead to be able to lead us in the future. So what they're fighting for today is actually going to be some stuff where they're actually getting out there and uh, running the law. Welcome to the show, caller. Um, she talking about a lot of laugh. Hey, like I said, uh, chat live with us. Chat live with us. Uh, Antoinette said, Texas is too hot. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I love the California weather, though, because at night, I, I always have to bring a jacket when I come to California. Hello, pull over or something, because at night it get pretty cool. But I, that's what y'all paying for. And that's why it's so expensive out there. The weather is what you're paying for. But uh, definitely, uh, um, whatever you can to support the protest, one of the fastest ways you could do it is by praying for them. Praying for them. They get there before anything else. But when we hear stories like this, that's just adding fuel to the fire. Uh, when you hear about even now, in the middle of the protests, you're still having policemen killing unarmed people. That's crazy. That's kind of like when I said last week um, in California, the policemen were doing drive-by shooting with rubber bullets. What are what are you showing the people of California? That don't make sense. You doing drive by shooting with rubber bullets? I don't I don't understand that. So, um, but definitely follow the channels, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, While well, I'm on Instagram, not broadcasting on there, but um, Twitch. Periscope, speak on it with who you with, Kurt Dog. Um, and if you have a, a subject you want us to talk about, uh, definitely send it in. Uh, we we could discuss it. That's the reason why this platform was built to give 
people like you and I to be able to talk about what's on your mind. We need a platform where we can vent. And if you click on the link, uh, you could be on the show. You could come on the show and express your I must let you know if you click on the link, everybody will see you. So if you don't want to do that, send a message. Send a message. As you can see, I can see you chatting. Um, I can, I will read it off as they come in. So definitely continue to support the protest for the people that is out there protesting. I'm supporting you. I will continue to support you. And I would also continue to pray for you because we all need prayer um, during this time because it's so much going on for the people that that don't understand it. At this point, you really not gonna understand it because because you're choosing not to understand it. I, I know a lot of people in Mint's relationship and luckily for them, uh, the spouse that is not uh, African-American or anything like that, they understand what we're going through. So that's a good thing. It's a lot more people that is non-African-American that have reached out to me and expressed their concern. Some people we need to, I don't know, if we had a bucket of holy oil, maybe we need to pour it on them. I don't know. But it's some people that just, I think it's not the fact it's all self-hate, but I think it's a possibility of opportunities because they trying to, if they go against what's right, they will get followers that that really don't like us and they're trying to cash in on that. But I'm sure if you really sat around some of these folks that's self self-hate, um they actually come back in and probably be a pretty nice person to sit down and talk to. It's all a show for them. It's it's not uh, I don't think it's realistic because a young man this weekend on Facebook said some things and I, I said it the nice way I wanted to, but I responded back to his, um, to his comment and I choose not to tear a brother down or a sister down, but um, I had to delete it a couple of times because if I would have said exactly what I wanted to say, yeah, it would have been bad. So I deleted several times and finally I got the right words to say and hopefully encourage your brother. What you put out a uh, statement this morning that he's going to change the way he's been posting things which I'm glad he is. Um, he said he's still 
feel the same way with what he posted. That's your rights. That's your rights. But when you're tearing down uh, your brothers and your sisters and victim blaming them, you're bringing up all the negative things. And you brought up some things about George Floyd, stuff like that. But look at this cop. This cop record was longer than George Floyd. I believe this cop had 18 complaints against him. And you blaming George Floyd, but you're not blaming that cop. All these different complaints. Okay, one complaint, that's too many, but that could have been a mistake. But then you have 17 more complaints. And then on the 19th, you actually killed somebody. Why it's been videotaped and you like nonchalant. Have your hands in your pocket, putting all your weight on this man's neck. So definitely look at everything before you just jump to conclusion and try to victim blame instead of looking at the outcome. The outcome was whatever he was allegedly accused of, it wasn't enough to give a death sentence. You don't have that right. I think I read something about he was on suicide watch. Yeah, watch him. Watch him real good. Don't let him take the easy way out. Ain't big bubble waiting for him. So, um, so definitely don't let him take the easy way out. Some people would try to do that and all of that, but you knew what you was doing was wrong. You knew that. Um, I've been very vocal about that Prescott. I'm glad he finally said something. Someone asked, do he get a pass? Nope. He could have said something when Colin was um, were protesting. He stood by Jerry because he was trying to get a contract. He was trying to get that contract. And still today, they still haven't gave him a contract. And even Jerry Jones, he made it plain in day no cowboy would kneel, would play for the cowboys and, and kneel toward the flag. What the thing is, it have nothing to do with the flag. But at the same time, I'm still waiting for Jerry to make a comment. I want to know how he feels today. Because the thing is, it have nothing to do with the flag. NFL finally came out, but as you can see, he never mentioned Colin Kaepernick's name in the statement. Just like they banned him publicly, they should also apologize to him publicly in his face. They should. So I'm glad a lot of players are standing up. Um, that press talk, Prescott gave um a million dollars for police training. They get 
what, a year and a half of training or something? Almost two years of training? That's not going to solve anything. All this stuff that you put in your money to, and you can put it wherever you want to, but it won't solve the fact these are decisions that the cops are making. The training is already provided for them. I know that too, Mark. Mark Mitchell said they can't say his name for legal reason. I I know that. I've, I told my wife and some friends, I said, that's because they're afraid if they come out and, and apologize publicly, they're afraid whatever settlement they made with them. See, now that's new evidence. But I think it's already enough because when that coach came out and said, uh, talked about how he was, um, he's not on the team, not because his performance, but because of his kneeling. So I think he have enough reason to go back and fight him more. I told my wife this morning, I said, you know what? If I was calling, I would put it to allow him to get his own NFL team, be an owner. Do something where he's at the table and he can make a difference with everything that goes on in the NFL. Let me know what your thoughts and opinion is about that. That's only my opinion, but hey, somebody else may have some good ideas about it. So definitely um, share your thoughts. I, I feel like he should be brought to the table. Let him oversee the owners of the uh, of the NFL. Let him be a part of the decision of what the owners can and can't do. A diversity department or something. Because at that point, let him let him sit at the table along with Roger Cadell to even hold him accountable. So. That's that's just my opinion. I don't know how you how y'all feel about it, but hey, let me know. I want to know. I definitely want to want to know. Um, so it's it's so much that been going on for a while. Uh, Carla said, "I think they made the statement because they are thinking about their money." That's exactly right. Um. Even though they made a settlement with them, an undisclosed amount. But if they come out and admit what they've done, I believe they nervous, he'd probably get more. I would love to see him have owners be an owner of a team. Let's start another team and let him come in and own the team or something to keep um to keep the people, keep every, the playing field fair for everybody. So I would definitely love to see him sitting at the table and not just sitting there and agreeing with whatever they want, sitting there and making a statement. No, this is not right. We're not going to lie that. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to actually uh, make sure it's done correctly. So. Um, 
I I still like the fact what Colin is doing, even in the midst of this. He's donating money uh, to get people out of jail, the protesters out of jail once they're arrested. So he's putting his money where his mouth is. And I believe I read that Nike have also joined him and put money with it also. So, um, so I would definitely like the brother to be at the table and making a difference. I don't know. How do y'all feel? That's my opinion. Now, I I brought up that. I can't forget about old uh, Drew Brees either. I hit on that a couple of times. I'm, I'm going to be, be straight up. Uh, Mark said the good old boy not going to let him into the good old boys club. Exactly. Just like that coach that said he don't see racism in the NFL. Would you have a coach, a head coaching position? You're not on that field getting brain damage or getting injured and stuff like that. But then the players have to uh, go out here. And, and the sad part, the NFL is one of the most dangerous sport it is. And their pay is not guaranteed. Yeah, some of them get contracts and they guaranteed a certain amount. But they should be guaranteed they hold entire pay. Just like NBA, baseball. They should be guaranteed. Why not? Oh, see, that's going to open up a whole nother door because MLB is not a lot of us playing in that sport. So they get guaranteed money. But in the NFL, where it's a more dangerous sport, a lot of players go broke once they leave the league because they got injured early in their league. And they unable to afford the medical they need or are just trying to live because here it is, rookie season, get hurt, career-ending injury, they out of there. They money stop. You don't play, you don't get paid. So they should have a guaranteed contract. Whatever the contract is for, they get injured, whatever it may be, they should get that full money. Mark Mitchell said the NFL is a Martin Day slave option. They want the biggest, fastest Negroes. Uh, yeah. And the, and the sad part about it, we as a people, if you are supporting this, regardless if you play for the Cowboys or the Eagles, I'm going to throw that out there because Mark is a big Eagles fan, but um, <clears throat> regardless of what team you're playing for, if we as a people take a stand, as for the players, 
take a stand and kneel. Um, they would not. Um, they would not be able to. Um, no, I'm sorry, Mark is a Washington fan. Sorry about that, Mark. <laughs> um, all right, don't start no problem. You talking about red, red skin nation here? No, don't don't do that, Mark. Because you don't. All right, I'm gonna just say don't do that, Mark. It may not be good for you. Um, but I think if all the players did take a stand, if they took a stand, put your contract to the to the side for a for a minute. Say, Mark, there you go. You ain't got it started. Antoinette said forty nine in the house. Um, Mark talking about you had to knee on my. On, had to knee on my neck saying that a lot of laugh. <laughs> well, hey, I made a mistake. I can admit I made a mistake, but it's the it's the Redskins that you support. Um, I think if all the brothers and all the ones that that uh, support this movement, if you take a knee, they could threaten you with losing your job. But there's no way in hell they could get rid of all of you. Because if they do, the NFL is going to go broke. Because they wouldn't have no one watching the game. So that's my opinion. But I'm not trying to control your money. I'm glad the players that came out with a PSA, they took a stand. I'm glad Ezekiel Elliott came out with one. Um, with them, I'm, I'm glad of that. But let's talk about Drew Brees. Mm. I put it on my on my page over the weekend. <clears throat> As for Drew Brees, I think the only reason why he made an an apology, he's looking out for his money. His sponsors probably got it, got in on him. His uh, business partners probably told him, look, you finna cost us money. See, a lot of people may not realize Drew Brees own a restaurant. And I've been there many of times. I had to walk on over in Arlington. But I won't go there again. I definitely won't go there. That's my choice. I'm not telling you not to support it. That's your choice if you want to support it. But Drew Brees showed his true color last week when he went on a podcast and said he would not, he cannot respect the player that kneeled for the flag. After all this time, you still thinking the kneeling is for the flag? Then you want to come back and try to correct it? Mark said he meant what he said and said what he meant. Exactly. That same thing I said last week. He he meant every word of it. He meant everything he said. He don't care about us. 
Only thing he care about that money. That's it. He don't care about uh, rights and all of that. He have money. He don't care. He don't care about uh, the poor people, the ones that's keeping money in his pocket, the ones that is supporting him by going to his restaurant, by buying his jerseys. But when he's seen people in New Orleans burning his jersey and saying "F Drew Brees" and all of that, he started thinking, "Hold on, maybe I need to apologize." Yeah, <clears throat> I said it last week on the post. I said, you know. It's about time for him to go and retire. You can apologize how you want. But I feel like the first thing that came out your mouth is the truth. That's your true feelings. That's the way that you really feel. But, hey, like I say all the time, that's my opinion. You may feel a little bit different. Mark said said the same thing I said. He meant what he said and said what he meant. So, I don't know. What's your opinion about things? Uh, um, I want to know how you feel. How do you feel? How do you feel about what's going on in the world? Um, we're going to reschedule um, with the counselor again. They've been very busy and working seven days a week trying to help people. So I'm glad that y'all are reaching out to them. I'm glad that you are taking the advice to go to your HR and ask about the EAP, the um, Employee Assistance Program, and taking taking advantage of of getting counselor. This is um, an insurance that your employer have, that it shouldn't cost you anything to get counseling. I take counseling. My wife and I take counseling together. So definitely take advantage of it. It works. It's okay to talk to somebody. Um, So definitely take advantage of it. Continue to um, use the counselors that have been on the show. or whatever counselor that you feel comfortable with. I know um, here in Dallas, I've gone, I do counseling every week. Um, and there have been times where I've had to text my counselor and say, look, I need to talk. I know it's not my day, but I need to talk. I got this going on in my life. I have that going on in my life. I'm stressed. I need to talk. And they would immediately respond back. And I would I would do a session with them. Be like, hey, this is what's going on. I'm stressed. And with everything that is going on, being a black man, um, it's stressful for us. And also, if you... Um, have black sons or married to a black man, whatever. It's very stressful right now for everybody. So I would recommend anybody to take counseling. Go to your HR, ask them about the EAP program, and 
get the information, call them, set up an appointment. Uh, a lot of time they will have one close to you or you can pick any. They have a list of counselors that you could go to that will accept that EAP from them. So definitely take advantage. It's, it's a wonderful thing. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I do take counseling. Been doing it since 2018. And it's a lifesaver. It's a lifesaver. Um, if you're, as counselors out there, not only with mental health, but if you're struggling with drug addiction, alcohol, um, whatever it may be, there's counselors that can help you with those situations. Um, a lot of time, um, you don't, it's not, when people think of counseling, sometimes first thing think of people, first thing people think of is, oh, I have to go into a, a facility and all it is, they're going to think I'm crazy. No, it's only helping you deal with the situation that you are going through. So it's not like you're going to go in here and talk to them. They're going to put it all on social media. No, it's confidential. Uh, definitely take advantage of it. So I'm just saying, and a lot of time the sessions, if you have to pay out of pocket, it's really not that expensive, but to have a peace of mind, it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, so definitely um, check them out. And like I said, any subject you want to talk about, uh, definitely let us know. Uh, we will discuss it. It's an open platform. Regardless of what's on your mind, we can talk about whatever you want to. And you never know. It may be some people out here uh, to help, to help you. Um, you may be able to tell us what, what's going on. And um, before you know it, you are made a friend because y'all been through the same stuff. Um, Mark Mitchell said, and as a people, we are too prideful to go. Yes, I mentioned that. I had to let my pride down because when I first went, and, and I'll just tell you what caused me to go. Um, and Chris, if he, if he's still watching, he can testify to this. Um, me and my crew was hanging out right after I got out of the hospital and I heard my wife apologize for something I said. And when she said, y'all have to forgive my husband, he haven't been the same since he got out of the hospital. I knew then I had to do something to change because anybody who knows me know the worst thing I hate is making my wife feel bad. So it's okay to ask for help. If you want to send me an email to get the counseling information, send it to me and I'll send, I'll send you their, their information or send me a message on Facebook. Uh, speak on it, who you with, Kurt Dog, or who you with, Kurt Dog at mail.com. I will send that information to you privately and 
uh, it won't go past us if you don't want to ask for help on the chat. I do try to respond back to all the chats and um, uh, because we had individual ass information before on the past shows when we talked about mental illness, uh, they had a question for the counselor. I sent it over to her. She responded back. I put it on the page. So, so definitely you can find the counselors that been on the show. You can find them on, uh, speak on it with who you with, Kurt Dog. You can find the information on there. Uh, if you can't find it, send me a message and I'll shoot it over to you. All right, Mark, I'll send it to you in just a minute. Uh, Mark asked me to send it to him and he said, I'm not ashamed. That's a good thing because not just with what's going on with the protests, the coronavirus, a lot of people had issues before then. And now with all this extra stress, they may have lost their job. Um, they may have became a school teacher with this new math. That's a lot of stress. And my hats go off to all the school teachers. Um, uh, I know several school teachers um, that that are friends on Facebook, social media and all of that. And my hat goes off to you because. That's a that's a wonderful job. Uh, for you, I don't have that patience, but for you, hey, I appreciate you, appreciate everything that you're doing. Um, and it, it's definitely a like I said, my hat goes off to all the school teachers, uh, all the good school teachers, because we have some out there that is not going right because the child may not look like you. Instead of feeding positive into their into that child, some feed negative because we got to realize racism. <laughs> it come in all forms. It could be a lawyer. It could be a judge. It could be a school teacher, a policeman, a fireman, whatever. Racism is there in every category. So definitely. Um, if you know a school teacher, hey, buy them a drink or something. I'm, now I know why a lot of school teachers, I know they drink a lot because it's a lot of stress dealing with other folks' kids. And during Corona, we had to deal where the kids that have kids in school had to deal with their own kids. And that's, um, that changed everything. So, but, I definitely appreciate y'all for listening. Mark, I need to get with you about something, too. Um, I'm going to reach out to you in a little bit, but I'm going to send you that information. We need to hook up on something. Um, but definitely um, continue to watch the show. We have some no, some more shows coming out. And tonight, I'm trying to get it confirmed, um, we'll be back later tonight, and we're going to talk about some other stuff. Um, I need to reach out to my brother to see if we're still alone for tonight before I say anything. But definitely, um, um, just just be safe, be blessed. Remember, coronavirus is still real. Don't don't look at the news and say, "Oh, it ain't no coronavirus." I passed by a park yesterday. 
They had the grill going, the music going, about 150 people out there. I'm like, wow. They don't understand. Yeah, it's hot, beautiful summertime, but the coronavirus is still real. Look at the numbers. The numbers are going back up as for new cases. And speaking of that, uh, Chris, if you stay along, let me know. Um, speaking of that, um, get tested, get tested. I seen on the news this morning, um, they're opening up two new testing center. I believe one is at Red Bear Mall and also on Thursdays, um, my great pastor, Pastor Frederick D. Haynes III, Friendship West Baptist Church, over at the 616 West Keys location on Thursdays, is doing free coronavirus testing. I believe they changed the time from 9 to 2. I'm not quite sure about the time, but somewhere between that time, 9 to 2, they could do up to 250 tests every Thursday for the month of June. So definitely get tested. Um, it's better to, to know the truth instead of assuming the truth. Uh, you may not feel like you have it, but definitely get tested. So um, I would definitely um, just be safe, be safe, be safe. Cause I hate to hear come online and um, and kind of find out that someone passed away that I know from the coronavirus. So, but on that note, I'm going to get ready to end, but before I leave to the Wildcat family, uh, the mighty, mighty Wildcat, uh, our prayers go out for Coach Ham. He didn't coach me. Okay, thank you, Ricky. It's from 9 to 1 p.m. on Thursdays. Friendship West is giving out free testing for the coronavirus from 9 to 1. Um, Ricky, put the uh, information in, and I'll put it on there for people can see it. But um, it's at the 616 West Keys location in Dallas uh, from 9 to 1 on Thursday free coronavirus testing at Friendship West old location, 616 West Keys, Dallas, Texas. Um, it's free from 9 to 1. They can test up to 250 people a day until the end of June. Until the end of June. And definitely um, get tested. We need to get tested. So, and not only that, the um, uh, reason why I love Friendship West and my pastor, because even during this time, he still, the vision that he had before, still serving the community. Um, they still feeding the homeless, still giving out groceries to the community. So definitely um, 
keep my pastor in his prayers because in your prayers because he do stretch this stretches up very thin. Um so definitely uh keep him in your prayers because he's on the go all the time. But uh what I was saying before to the Wildcat family, mighty mighty Wildcat, yes, we lost the a legend uh, the mighty Wildcat, Coach Ham, uh, Coach Hamilton, but we called him Coach Ham. He never got the opportunity of coaching myself, but he coached my cousins that was there before me. And whenever I went to day games, he would always just a positive man. Uh, thank you, Ricky. Uh, the information is on there um, about the coronavirus test. Um, so Coach Hamilton, rest in peace um, to his family. We are praying for you and also praying for my my fellow Wildcats that, that this have affected quite a bit. So um, until next time, I will be back on later tonight and I need to confirm if we're going to have our guests on tonight. So um, be back on later tonight and we'll speak on it. Speak on it Monday with who you with, Kirk, though. Until then, I love each and every one of you. Peace.